Hi there, this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. Always great being here. Thank you very much for having me on and all you folks out there listening in. So what's going on in the world today? Eh, not much. <laughs> Just another day and the greatest freak show on earth. Yep. In a country near you. Yeah, they arrested those folks in Kazakhstan for protesting fake vote. Uh, they got some problems over there in Albania. They called off the elections. And then you go to Sudan. Well, it's not so happy over there. It's one country after another. It's a freak show. Name the place. Name the freak show. Look what happened down in Brazil, right? Yep. You had the uh, intercept published leaked messages between the federal prosecutor investigating Lula, who was the prime minister down there, or president, and uh, Sergio Moro, the judge who oversaw the trial and now serves as justice minister. Justice. Just us. That's justice. Just us, the criminals, not us, them. We get, we get fined to the greatest, we got to pay for the greatest extent of the law. Yeah. You go five miles over the limit, you didn't have your signal light on. Get out of the car, stand on your head, repeat the alphabet backwards. We'll break into your house because we think we got you, we got you on something. But the big criminals get off and they call these slimy SOBs, Minister of Justice, get it? Ain't no justice just about nowhere. The criminal gangs are in charge. One country after another. Name the freak show. Yeah, Moldova, they have some problems over there too, yep. You got two presidents now. Kazakhstan police and protesters clash at polls. You know, one... One piece after another. Yep. So, that's what's going on in the world. Another crazy day. Kim's slain half-brother met with CIA. Did you see that story? You didn't. Well, sibling was also in contact with China's security service. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Kim jong Nam, the slain half-brother of North Korea's leader, was a Central Intelligence Agency source who met on several occasions with agency operatives. Yeah, gee, I, I wonder why they killed a cat. Can't understand it. Wow, blow me away. I would have never expected that. Again, you know, now you got this guy, Buttedge, whatever his name is, Buttedge, Butteredge. All the, all the dumbocrats love cat ranking number fourth in the presidential reality show over there in the USSA. Yep, yeah, he's wonderful. He gave a speech yesterday in uh, 
Yep. Here's what he said. Now remember, this guy's a former naval intelligence officer. Intelligence officers like a, a, a oxymoron. There's no intelligence with these people. You know, so this guy, you know, he brags about his, you see the picture of him, right? You know, sitting there in Afghanistan with that AK-47 all dressed up in his military drag. Oh, yeah. This is the Democrats choice. He was speaking at uh, yesterday at Indiana University. He said the United States has, quote, set its defense spending priorities based on wars of the past than wars of the future. Yeah, well, that's true. I've been writing about that only for about 20 years now. America, he said, must refocus on future threats. Our military capabilities exist for a reason. You know why? what our reason is? We stand ready to use force, end quote. Yep. goes on to say meeting the challenge of China means maintaining investments in the military isn't that great meeting the challenge of China means maintaining investments in the military a butter edge or butt edge or up your butt Hey, moron, hey, imbecile. You're the smart guy that they brag about, and you're talking about 21st century warfare? Get this in your head, stupid, psychopath, sociopath, crazy SOB. If there's a war between the United States and China, it'll be the end of the world. You got it? You're talking about the advanced military weapons of the 21st century imbecile, even the unadvanced weapons of the 20th century, including nuclear weapons, fired between two nuclear powers, would eliminate life on Earth. And even the insects who have brains bigger than yours to throw out such crap. Oh, he's a democrat. And the progressive love them. He called revitalizing <laughs> the, the Secret Service of the United States, the NSA, the spies. He wants to revitalize the spies so they, you ready for this? They could engage in, quote, spreading the right kinds of information and disseminating truth. You mean propaganda? Hey, but the Russians can't do it. Only we could do it. Yep. Of course. A Navy intelligence officer. That's his trip. And the liberals love him. This guy, when you read his background, man, he's one of them. Harvard, Princeton, Yale, bullets, bombs, and banks. The right 
kind of information, he says. Yeah, the right kind of propaganda. Russians bad, Americans good. He also said that, uh, unlike Trump, you will not see me exchanging love letters on White House letterhead with a brutal dictator. He's talking about head of North Korea over there. Sanctions, he said, must remain in place. Isn't that great? Brutal dictator? You mean like our friends, the Saudis? Oh, they ain't dictators. Could you imagine if North Korea beheaded people like Saudi Arabia does? Now we got to do something about that. What hypocrisy. What hypocrisy. Remember, this guy is the fourth-ranked candidate right now. Of the Democrats. Our military capabilities exist for a reason. We stand ready to use force. The U.S. must prepare for, quote, wars of the future. Wars of the future, you got it. It be no war of the war of the future. Could you get that in your head? Who are you talking to? Oh, you're talking to the Democrats who love you. And then Biden, B.S. Biden, more of the same, called China a threat. And quote, we are in competition with China. We need to get tough with China. They are a serious challenge to us. This is the same B.S. Biden, the moron, the dope, the jerk, the dumbocrat that when Bernie Sanders said that Trump wasn't tough enough with China, he went back at Sanders and he said, remember, this is just a, this is a short time ago, quote, China's going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. I mean, you know. They're not bad folks, folks. Yep, folking us again. Guess he picked that up from being around Obama all those years, folks. And now he keeps those folks going. Folking us, folking us. They're not bad folks, folks. They're not in competition with us, end quote. This is the moron that they got running. That's number one. I'm number one. I'm number one. The presidential reality show, a freak show in a country near you, one after another, one after another. Over there in Germany, I guess they missed the Third Reich over there because Germany's uh, interior minister... He's against this press freedom. That's right. <sighs> this is according to the World Socialist website. And um, they got a new bill in there 
in the German parliament that allows the intelligence agencies to secretly spy on journalists and their editors. The secret services would be permitted to hack the servers, computers, and smartphones of publishers, broadcasts, and freelance journalists. The bill would remove additional confidentiality, which enables journalists to protect their sources. Now, remember, just last week, we saw in that other democracy, Australia, that they, um, they raided the editorial offices and the homes of, uh, in the home of a, uh, North Korean Australian editor and they confiscated some 10,000 documents including notes, drafts, minutes of meetings and emails and you know why? In both cases authorities were seeking the origin of information about war crimes committed by the Australian military in Afghanistan and the surveillance plans of the Secret Service. Democracy. We gotta go in there. We gotta we gotta bring we gotta we gotta do it that butt edge is saying. Yeah. That what we need to do is uh, get our intelligence people over there to uh, disseminate truth. That's his quote. Disseminate truth. Your BS is my truth. How could people tolerate? How could people let these morons tell them what to do? It's been going on for centuries. Longest recorded history. No end in sight. One dimwit after another telling you what to do. Look at the White House. Look at the moron we got in there. What a joke. The Trumpster. Yep. That's who's running the show. See what happened over there in Russia. They, they arrested that journalist. And they charged him with um, drug charges. But after the drug tests, they found that he had not consumed any illegal drugs. So they let him go. And there were a lot of protests from the people. But this was big news that he was arrested. Big stories in the New York Times, the toilet paper record. But hardly a peep about Assange. Hardly a peep about him. But this was big news. Hey, wait a minute. They freed this guy. but not in the United States. And then to show you what disgusting human beings are running a country near you and the level of hypocrisy that the politicians and the media, the prostitutes who get paid, whores, whores who get paid by the corporations and their government whoremasters to do what they're told. 
Where's their big protests about Assange? <laughs> but boy, did they promote what happened in Russia when they arrested one guy. So this other slime ball, the British Foreign Secretary, Hunt, Hunt. This is the guy after the UN came out and said that there was, they were torturing Assange. Of course, they were torturing this other guy, this Russian guy. But that torch is bad. Torturing Assange is good. And remember, he's in jail for nothing. Hunt said that was wrong. But now, he tweeted, very concerned by arrest of Russian investigative journalist, Ivan Golunov. Journalists must be free to hold power to account without fear of retribution. We are following this case closely. Could you imagine this? Of course you can. Because you got low-life slime balls in all races, creeds, and colors in countries around the world and genders that are running and ruining lives everywhere, of all living things. Yep. Oh, yeah, New York Times, boy, they really got big on that one with that Russian guy, but Assange and Chelsea Manning, poof, boop, barely reported. Barely reported. Yep. The hypocrisy of the USSA. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. Election time's coming up. Vote for your Democrat or repulsive kin. Let them tell you what to do, how to do it, when to do it. Keep taking orders. I didn't vote in the last election. I wouldn't vote for any of those clowns. And I don't vote for third parties when they don't have a shot at it. Because to me, that only reinforces the hypocrisy of the whole system. If there was a real third-party candidate, of course I would vote. But there aren't any. None. Right now. And of course, right now, the only candidate I do support on the major ticket is Tulsi Gabbard. The rest, phew. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. It's a freak show. It's a freak show in a country near you. It's a freak show. It's a freak show. Every day, every day. Turn on the mainstream media. What a freak show that is.
reporters. <laughs> yep. But again, in America, for the first time ever, U.S. consumers will spend more time using their mobile devices than watching TV. With smartphone use dominating that time spent. The average U.S. adult that acts like a child that's hooked to their and addicted to their smartphone <laughs> spends nearly four hours on mobile devices in 2019. Can you imagine that? Could you imagine? You see people walking down the street. Nobody looks up anymore. They're down at their handhelds. I told you why they call them handhelds. Because they're masturbating in public. Yep. Hong Kong. People are taken to the streets and protest against the extradition bill. Not in the USSA. One day after another, they're taken to the streets. Not in the USSA. They can do anything they want over here. No fight. People in this country don't have any fight. They've lost it. They're frightened to fight. And that's why we have the system in place. It's raping us from every level. Apollo to acquire Shutterfly, Snapfish. Oh, yeah, more mergers and acquisitions began under the Reagan administration and kept on going, never stopped, boosted bigger by the uh, Clinton administration. Oh, here's another one. Thousands march in Haiti to demand president's resignation. They don't demand anything in the United States. Sudan, several killed on first day of civil disobedience. That's after 808 were killed the day before. But that's only news you could use. Why pay any attention to it? But Butter Edge is going to save the world with more military force. It's worked so great before. And they're so successful at it. I mean, after all, the U.S. military hasn't won a war since World War II. I was going on about Apollo to acquire Shutterfly Snapfish. Because all this is right now is nothing more than slave landia. The bigs are buying up everything. You name it, they're buying it. And now the sales force to buy data analytics firm Tableau for $15.7 billion. There are no more drug stores, grocery stores, stationery stores, hardware stores, dress shops, men's shops. It's all one big shop. It's Walmart shop. It's Home Depot, Lowe's shop. It's Staples, Office Depot shop. The bigs keep getting bigger. Everybody else keeps getting poorer and all we are are nothing more than plantation workers, slaves on the multinational plantation. 
of Slavelandia. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. Make sure you go out there and you support your democrat and repulsive kin. Keep the system in place. Keep the lies flowing. You imagine this. China's threat. Butter Edge is going to fix it. One in four Americans choose not to receive treatment for health care because they can't afford it. Latest Gallup poll just released. 45% of Americans worry a major health issue could send them into bankruptcy. We need a bigger military to hell with the health. Yeah, butt edge, butt edge. Yeah, because you know what comes out of the butt? That's what comes out of his mouth when he throws out that crap about how we have to have more force and a bigger military and spread propaganda. That's right, crap comes out of the butt edge. America's borrowed $88 billion to pay for health care over the last year, the study found. 23% cut back on household spending. And look at the shape this country's in. I want a fat tax. The more you weigh, the more you pay. Yep. Because... We have some 40% of Americans, depending on whose numbers you're looking at, are obese. 70% overweight. So that means there's definitely going to be serious health issues coming up. And I don't want to pay for them. Don't you think that I like to eat? Don't you think that I used to love ice cream? Love to eat chocolate? Have more than one drink. I try to do my best to stay healthy. So, I want a fat tax. The more you weigh, the more you pay. Yep. Healthcare spending in the U.S. rose to $3.5 trillion in 2017. That's the latest report. Nearly a 4% jump, jump from 2016. The U.S. spent more than $10,700 on healthcare per person. People can't afford it. Yeah, we should have socialized medicine, no doubt about it. All the money we spend in taxes. Look at the trillions of dollars we give to the military. They can't find 20 trillion. Can't find 20 trillion. Don't know what we did with it. In the Pentagon. Or however many trillion it was. We do I forgot. Forgot what we did with it. But again, people have to take their own health into their own hands as well. And that's why you listen to Gary. No. I mean, you know. 
who knows health better than him. I remember listening to him in the 80s. He's way, 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 way ahead of the curve. And by the way, the first book I worked on was Natural Healing. It was a Warner book back in the 80s as well. And I have an honorary doctorate from the National University of Health Sciences, work I've done in complementary integrative medicine. So whole health healing to me is the way of the future. So remember, when we come back, call 888-874-4888, 888-874-4888. And uh, if you have any questions or answers, always wonderful hearing from you. And again, it's important to support Progressive Radio Network in every way that you can. And also consider supporting Occupy Peace at OccupyPeace.com. And because they're going to take us to war and keep the military budget building. And of course, the Trends Journal, trendsjournal.com, if you wish to subscribe, the only magazine where you read history before it happens. So we're going to take a break and we're going to come back in just a few. The Progressive Radio Network would like to announce a new host and show joining the station. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Abby Martin. Welcome to Media Roots Radio. Abby Martin's Media Roots Radio can be heard every Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at prn.fm. Media Roots kind of just was an idea that I had of first just a news aggregate. I feel like a lot of news is backpaged, and instead you see a lot of sensationalism with trivialities, like Britney Spears shaving her head and stuff like that, and you don't really see the hard news that, you know, kind of goes overlooked. The Progressive Radio Network is a thinking person's network for our world's progressive visionaries and stakeholders and great thinkers to assemble on a commercial-free and listener-supported network. Our provocative hosts speak freely and passionately on intriguing and urgent topics such as health and news and politics and women's issues and philosophy and more that directly impact our lives. Progressive Radio Network takes chances. Our voices and ideas are not always welcomed by corporate media. So Progressive Radio Network is a very important outlet for these great thinkers. I'm Celia Farber. And I'm Christina Borgson. We're the hosts of a brand new show, The Whistleblower Newsroom, right here on PRN. This is a show for and about whistleblowers and by us. Two investigative reporters brutally hammered for uncovering cover-ups and media corruption. This show is for whistleblowers who stand up for the truth and face devastating consequences, who document facts and risk their lives and livelihoods to bring those facts to the public. They come from all walks of life, government, science, journalism, academia, and many other fields. They'll be safe, warm, and welcome here on the Whistleblower Newsroom every Friday morning, 10 a.m., right here on PRN. Sempre pra calar a da mano, Danny. 
And moving on, moving on, moving on. The 10 jobs experiencing the fastest pay growth right now in the USSA. Yep. Here are the top five. Number five, a bank teller. Bum, 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 bum. Tell you what. Hardly make a living income. $32,175. While the big banksters, the Goldman Sachs gang, the Merrill Lynch mob, the J.P. Morgan Chase, while their CEOs make tens of millions of dollars. Yep, billionaires nearly. And then, of course, you could get a job over there at uh, Walmart, coming in at number four, or Target, or 7-Eleven, or uh, CVS. Or Lowe's, Home Depot, Staples. And you can make the grand total of $28,311. Yay! Hey, you could work in one of the warehouses for Amazon and make that kind of money. Yeah, but in Amazon, you got to lift all them packages up and stuff, and you got to work. And after wages and taxes and rent and whatever it might be, health care. Food, utilities, transportation. You're left with sixty-two fifty a week and a hernia. And a truck driver. And that's one of the better paying jobs. Fifty-five thousand six hundred and ninety-four dollars. A machine operator, number two. Yep, number two. 40,000 bucks. You realize that only 11% of our gross domestic product is manufacturing? Thanks to slimers like Slick Willie Clinton and all the rest before and after that sold our jobs out and let our manufacturers go overseas and use slave labor to get their products made so they can mark them up a lot more and make more money. Isn't that wonderful, marvelous, it's Slavelandia. And number one, a pharmacy technician. Grand total of $31,722. It makes no sense. Yeah, because again, Back in the old days, they had things called um, drugstores, and all the neighborhoods had one, and they were privately owned. People used to have 
the income, live a middle wage income. Now America, we come in at the bottom compared to the European nations as far as middle income. It's a sellout. The Democrats and Repulsivekins. Who's your favorite? Maybe you like Mitch McConnell. He must be your kind of guy. Lindsey Graham. Oh, yeah, what a guy, what a guy. Well, maybe not. Nancy Pelosi. Diane Nasso Feinstein. Little Chucky Schumer. Arrogant Andy Cuomo. Democrats and repulsive kins. One after another. Again, one in four Americans can't receive treatment for health issues. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that great? Yep. So, moving on away from some politics into some other issues I'd like to talk about. Oh, I forgot other stupid people. Repulsive kin. The Senator Rick Scott. Yep. He goes, um, he's from Florida. Last month, I traveled to Panama, Colombia, and Argentina. The purpose of my trip was to get an update on the fight for freedom and liberty in Venezuela. Hey, Scott, or Scotty, boy, you went to Panama, Colombia, and Argentina. What's that going to tell you about what's going on in Venezuela? Argentina, you mean a place that's in a terrible recession over there? Peso crashing, inflation skyrocketing, interest rates over 60%, like 20% of the people unemployed. Oh, that place you went to? To find freedom and democracy and liberty? Colombia? Oh, that's oh, what a wonderful joint that is. Panama? Oh, yeah, you remember when the United States overthrew the Panamanian government? Oh, and I forgot about they also built a little thing called the Panama Canal there. I came away with another stark impression that I quite honestly hadn't expected. But it's one that is stark and unmistakable. All across Latin America, we're seeing the creeping influence of China in our hemisphere. Hmm. In our hemisphere. We own this atmosphere, I tell you. Don't you know who I am? I'm Rick Scott. Our hemisphere. Could you, could you imagine this crap? We know that China's a bad actor. China's not our friend. What an imbecile. You slime balls. You repulsive kins. And Democrats sold out this country by giving all our technology to China. They were basically a third world country, a submerging market. I agree with Dr. Paul Craig Roberts. 
tax Nike, tax Levi, tax Apple, tax all those companies, American companies getting their products made in slave labor countries, bringing it back here and marking up the prices and giving away all the technology, much of it that we the people paid for so they can make more money. And they got a jerk like this clown. China is the business of China, moron hunt, is business. The business of America is war. That's why, quote, we're seeing creeping influence of China in our our hemisphere. Oh, yeah, and the United States has been so wonderful in our hemisphere. Did a great job in Guatemala destroying that country. Oh, yeah. Um, Overthrowing that commie country over there. Isn't it something? They use all this excuse to overthrow these, these people because they were commies. But now we do business with Vietnam. Look at all the lives that these sick people Presidents, senators, congressmen, destroyed with the Vietnam War. Nearly 60,000 American young men killed, over 250,000 wounded, and lives forever ruined. Not to mention, of course, because why should we? Only over 3 million Vietnamese that were killed. And destroyed their country, sprayed it with Agent Orange, still having the effects. <laughs> but anyway, but now it's okay to do business with them. But look how they taught us to hate the, the commies, right? But now it's okay to do business with them. Yeah, because we're buying the products cheap from them. They're making it for us. Same thing with China. Biggest communist country in the world. The hypocrisy. The outright hypocrisy. Where is the outrage? Again, tax the companies. Got to getting the stuff made there. Well, let's talk about some economics. Talking about China, by the way. The yuan, their currency is going down. You know why? No, Trump. They're not rigging it, dumbbell. Another guy born on third base and thought he hit a home run. You think of Trump's old man... Didn't leave him some 400 million bucks, the family. Do you think he'd be where he is? Be a nobody. He'd be like the Cuomo's. Nobodies. But there's somebody because daddy was. Yep. Going back to China. China's growth, Yuan outlooks, darkens again. Yep. Imports of copper, oil, iron ore all grew more slowly or declined outright. And that's important because they are the biggest users of many of those materials. Copper over 50%. So you watch copper prices. Imports from South Korea were down 18.2% from China. So they're not bringing in stuff either. And that's important because some 80% of their GDP is consumer-based. And imports fell 8.5% last month. There's a slowdown. 
Japan imports dropped 15.9%. It's a global slowdown. That's why you're seeing, as I had said before, you have to worry about what's going on with oil prices. Because the more oil that goes into the gas tank, less goes into the cash registers. And now we're seeing gas prices, they were hitting $3 a barrel, uh, excuse me, a gallon. And now, and now, they're hitting under $2 a barrel in some places around the U.S.S.A. So let's check the markets out. Bump, but a bump. Dow Jones down 65.23. Gold prices up $7. Remember what I said last week? I believe, as a trend forecaster, that gold is near its bottom. And I don't give financial advice. I want to make that 100% clear. And if you want to learn more about what I see going on, what's going to happen, subscribe to the Trends Journal. Because two months ago, only 20% of the economists polled believed that there was going to be rate cuts. Back in March... I said there would be, and no one virtually was saying it then. And not only are there going to be rate cuts, they're going to be extensive ones. I say at least four times, 100 basis points or more before the presidential reality show ends in November 2020. And I mentioned, you watch copper prices because they call it Dr. Copper. They call it that because copper is used in everything from high technology to heavy industry. And copper prices are weak. And so are many other commodity prices because there's a global slowdown going on. And they're going to do more and more to inject more monetary methadone into the system to prop up the bull. I mentioned about oil prices. They were hovering around between 70 to 75 dollars a barrel since the beginning of the year. Now, Brent crude down to 60 dollars. And prices just fell today nearly 2.5% down because a rising U.S. crude stockpiles. What does that mean? It means there's a global slowdown. They're going to do everything they can to prop the markets up. Everything, anything, any way, anyhow. This time it might not be enough. A corporate debt bubble ready to burst. What are they going to do? Borrow more money. Consumer debt. 
government debt. I mentioned to you China, the yuan, their currency is going down almost seven for a dollar. Hasn't broke that number in a while. Because they're dumping more money into the system, lowering reserve ratio requirements of banks. So they can loan out more money. Spending more on infrastructure development. Europe's talking about more quantitative easing. They have negative interest rates. They can't go any much lower. China can lower interest rates, and they will. All goes back again to gold. Why gold looks golden. And you know my forecast. Gold has to break above 1300 in $85 an ounce. And again, right now it's around 1336 I'm going to change that. It's 1338 <laughs> So it's getting close to it. $50 basically away. When it breaks 1385, I forecast it'll spike. It'll spike to $2,000 an ounce very quickly. And records show it. I was the first to call the gold bull run back in 2005. I've been buying gold since 1978. Not that I'm an expert in it, but I've been involved in it. Because what's an expert? Who knows? Do the best you can do. So that's where we are with the economy. It's going to keep moving ahead to some point. You know, Trump has been very critical of the Federal Reserve telling him to lower interest rates. And he's right in the sense that to keep this economy going, we need more cheap money, more monetary methadone. It's not going to help the average consumer because they're borrowed out anyway. But it will help the real estate market and it will help the equity market because the gamblers could borrow more money cheaply. And what they do with that money? Buy back stocks. So again, I'm saying that they're going to cut interest rates. Stock buyers beware because a Fed rate cut might not work this time. Huh? Who says that? Head of... Head of uh, Strategy for Morgan Stanley. I guess he's listening in. Goldman Sachs says they're not going to cut rates aggressively. And so too does UBS. I disagree with them.
Another Wall Street bank says there will be no rate cuts soon. UBS joined Goldman Sachs in warning that the market's expectations for a rate cut is not realistic because the re- recent economic data have been mixed. I totally disagree with them. Matter of fact, I believe the Federal Reserve should cut interest rates now because they have a long history of getting it wrong. I was just looking over some old trends journals. I found a quote by uh, Greenspan, our uh, former Fed chair. Yeah. As the real estate markets are unwinding, he said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. American consumers have enough money. You don't have to worry. Yep, that's what he said. They were wrong then and they're wrong now. He got it 100% wrong. There's a global slowdown. Here we go. This is from the Winter Trends Journal, so it's 2005. We wrote it in December. In a financial bait and switch, after suckering the public into taking on historic debt by lowering interest rates to 46-year lows, the Fed chairman, this Greenspan, told American homeowners to be prepared to take the dive. Quote, the vast majority of homeowners have a sizable equity cushion with which to absorb a potential decline in home prices. Yep. The vast majority of homeowners have a sizable equity cushion with which to absorb a potential decline in home prices. No, they didn't. Yep. We run, and this is despite a slowing economy. Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan told perilously debt-stretched homeowners they were capable of riding out any economic turbulence that might hit them. Again, that was written in December of 2005. Just over a year later, the markets melted down. So be prepared. That's all I'm saying. Do whatever you have to. Prepare for the worst. If the worst doesn't happen and you're prepared for it, you lose nothing. If you don't prepare and the worst does happen, you can lose everything. So... One of the ways to stay prepared is to keep tuning into Progressive Radio Network to get news you could use. 
Consider supporting Occupy Peace to bring prosperity, liberty, and freedom back to nature in so many different ways. Because we're not going to change until that happens. And of course, to subscribe to the Trends Journal, trendsjournal.com. Thank you very much. See you next week. Sempre bacalara